Today is the 10th of April 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. It is Good Friday. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. We always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Dear Jesus, we come to you in prayer today on Good Friday, remembering the day you were tried, convicted, mocked, beaten and crucified. We remember how you died and were laid into the tomb amidst the sounds of credible grief, fear, shock and sorrow. Instead of jumping ahead to the happy ending where you arose from the den on Easter morning, help us to meditate today on Good Friday, on your great sacrifice, suffering, pain that you endured for our sake and for the sake of the whole world. In our greatest times of suffering, we realize that we have never suffered as you did. You deserved life, honor and praise. Yet you willingly chose death, dishonor and ridicule in order to complete God's plan. Christ, under the weight of the cross, Lord Jesus, I am overwhelmed by the depth of your sacrifice. May I sit in silence and allow myself to look with an open heart towards the cross. Help my knowledge of your suffering and crucifixion move me from my mind and settle in my heart. Help me to feel the tension between great sacrifice and great love, between suffering and redemption, between death and life, between the fleeting and the eternal. Help me to experience the unseen force of grace and obedience and weep with both joy and sorrow at the great cross. Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Amen. My name is not important. I am another man that the Romans have condemned to death. I have had time to consider my crimes, and I suppose that actually killing the soldier while trying to escape wasn't the smartest thing I've ever done. But I am poor, and I needed to eat. At least I won't die alone today. Apparently, I am to be executed with Barabbas, the rebellion leader. I was expecting today to be a slightly different day to die, it being the start of Pesach and all, but something is happening outside. I can hear the crowds from the cell. They're crying, no, screaming, Crucify him! Crucify him! They sound like a bunch of Romans baying for blood. Hang on, they've gone quiet. Wait, they're cheering now. Sounds like they've got what they wanted. I never imagined I would hear my fellow Jews like that. The religious leaders wouldn't want people here today. Being this close to Gentiles would make them unclean. But whatever they wanted, it sounds like they got it. I can hear the guards coming. Their anchor clanks when they walk. Yahweh, I'm scared. The bolt in the door slides open and a phalanx of guards are in front of me. Get up, Jew. Time to die. The guards are laughing at me. 
As I get up, one of them punches me and I fall to the floor. I said, get up, Jewish scum, he growls. They start to lay into me. Boots, fists, butts of spears. I'll spare you the gory details, but I get a beating. I'm being dragged by the guards now. Every time I try to get my feet, they pull me over. Suddenly, I'm in the courtyard. The light hurts my eyes, but I'm not alone. Apart from the guards, there are two other prisoners in the courtyard. One of them is screaming abuse at the guards, and he seems to put up a fight. He looks like he's in a worse state than I am. The other one, well, he's a heap on the floor. He's covered in very expensive robes, but he's in much worse condition than I am. He's been flogged. The blood is soaking into the robes and into the sand on the ground. His beard's been ripped out in places, and then there's some sort of crown on his head. Oh, it's made of thorns. And the poor sods had it pushed into his scalp. They must really hate him. I'm beginning to feel sick at the thought when I realise that Barabbas isn't here. The guard sees me looking around and leads in. You're looking for Barabbas? Pilate was really nice and let him go. Swapped him for the Galilean lying on the floor over there. Don't worry, though. He'll do something stupid and then he'll hang on the cross. Just like you're going to do today. The wood from the cross bites into my shoulders as I stagger down the cobbled streets. All around me I can hear people screaming at the Galilean, Call yourself the son of Yahweh, go on then, save yourself. Call down your legions of angels. If you truly are Yahweh, Jesus of Nazareth, tear down these walls and free us all from the Romans. It's amazing where your mind goes when you try to block out the pain. I remember hearing about this Jesus. People said he would drive out the Romans like he drove out demons from people and he would raise Israel to the position it once had, like he apparently raised people from the dead. Like I say, it's amazing where your head goes when you're in pain. Still, there's a part of me that really resents him as the guards have forced someone else to carry his cross. I look away and into the eyes of the skull, Golgotha. The pain from the first nail tore my world apart. The soldiers had to sit on my other hand to nail it to the cross. They did the same to my legs as they nailed my feet to the post. I tried not to cry, Abba, like you taught me. I am so sorry. I wake up, hanging in the air. I can't breathe. It hurts so much. I need to breathe. My chest feels like it's going to burst. I push against the nail and my world explodes in pain. It all goes dark. In the distance I can hear the crowds taunting the Galilean again. I can't tell what's real or my imagination anymore. Voices drift in and out as all I try to do is breathe. I think I saw Jesus once. He'd healed a woman who'd been unclean for 12 years. He'd also healed the synagogue leader's child on the same day. At least I think it did. 
goes dark again. Suddenly I wake up. The other criminal is obviously having it too easy as he's shouting abuse at Jesus. Hey, Galilean! Aren't you supposed to be the Messiah? Save yourself, and while you're at it, save us as well. I hang my head in shame for his ignorance. Anger burns within me, and I push up against the nails and scream, Have you no shame? Do you not fear God? We deserve what we got. He didn't. It goes dark again, and all I can hear is the rasping of my breath. It's unbelievably hot on the cross. My mind is playing tricks on me. I look to Jesus. I can see he's looking at me. His eyes are kind. There's a sadness there, but still they're kind. Even through everything he has experienced, I am shocked to see his eyes are kind. See, I've seen men crucified, and I've seen the fear and the anger and the hatred. But I only see kindness and sadness in Jesus' eyes. I can barely speak as I ask him. Jesus, remember me when you get to your kingdom. I knew why I was dying. Why was he? It all seemed so horribly wrong. I could barely hear him as he said, Today you will be with me in paradise. I come around. It takes longer and longer to focus on what is happening. It's like pictures out of order and out of focus. I look to Jesus. He's dead. I killed someone. I know dead when I see it. Someone has speared his side. People are taking him off the cross. The pain is different now. It's just physical. The crowds have gone now. The soldiers are coming to finish us. One of them is carrying a big hammer. The other criminal is crying and begging. Miserable wretches, both of us. The pain as they break my legs doesn't matter. It's simply part of everything else. I can't push now. I can't breathe anymore. It goes dark, and my head slumps forward. The pain is gone. I open my eyes, and I see heaven. Forsaken and alone, the Son became our sin, surrendering his life for love of us. And the darkness of the tomb was shattered by the sun, the grave could not contain his radiant light. The stone was rolled away victory river 
And let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, open the scriptures to us today. Help us to hear what you would have us hear. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the modern English version. And we're reading John 5 today. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, there is a pool, which in Hebrew is called Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great crowd of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. After the stirring of the water, whoever stepped in first was healed of whatever disease he had. A certain man was there who had had an illness for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him lying there, and knew that he had been in that condition now a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. Immediately the man was healed, took up his bed and walked. That day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him who was cured, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. He answered them, He who healed me said to me, Take up your bed and walk. So they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your bed and walk? Now the man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn as there was a crowd in that place. Afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have become whole. Sin no more, lest something worse happens to you. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed them. So the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him, because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. Jesus answered them, My father is still working, and I am working. So the Jews sought even more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but he also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then Jesus said to them, Truly, truly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, likewise the Son does. For the Father loves the Son, and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these, so that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. The Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son that all men should honour the Son just as they honour the Father. He who does not honour the Son does not honour the Father who sent him. Truly, truly I say to you, whoever hears my voice and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and shall not come into condemnation, but has passed from death into life. Truly, truly I say to you, the hour is coming and is here now, when the dead will hear the voice of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he is given to the Son to have life in himself, and has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice, and come out those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can do nothing of myself. As I hear, I judge. My judgment is just because I seek not my own will but the will of the Father who sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my testimony is not true. 
there is another who bears witness of me, and I know that the testimony which he bears of me is true. You said to John, and he bore witness to the truth. I do not receive testimony from man, but I say these things that you may be saved. He was a burning and a shining lamp, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. I have greater testimony than that of John. The works which the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I do bear witness of me, that the Father has sent me. The Father himself who has sent me has borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his form. You do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life. These are they who bear witness to me. Yet you are not willing to come to me that you may have life? I do not receive honor from men. But I know you, that you do not have the love of God in you. I have come in my Father's name, but you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, will you receive him? How can you believe who receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. This is one who accuses you, Moses, in whom you trust. If you believed Moses, you would believe in me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words?
Let's pray, shall we? Blessed Lord Jesus, before your cross we kneel and see the heinousness of our sin. Our sin that caused you to be made a curse. The evil that excites the severity of divine wrath. Show us the enormity of our guilt by the crown of thorns, the pierced hands and feet, the bruised body, the dying cries. Your blood is the blood of incarnate God. It's worth infinite, its value beyond all thought. Infinite must be the evil and guilt that demands such a price. Sin is our malady, our monster, our foe, our viper, born in our birth, alive in our life, strong in our character, dominating our faculties, following us as a shadow, intermingling with our every thought, our chain that holds us captive in the empire of our souls. Sinners that we are, why should the sun give our light, the air supply our breath, the earth bear our tread. Its fruits nourish us. Yet your compassion calls to us, your heart hastens to our rescue. Your love endured our curse. Your mercy bore our deserved stripes. Let us walk humbly in the lowest depths of humiliation, bathed in your blood, tender of conscience, triumphing gloriously as heirs of salvation. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.